Welcome, book nerds, to the Marriage Stories Podcast. I'm Bradley. And I'm Becca. And if you're here looking for marriage advice... All we got is couples that read together, breed together. Welcome to the third episode of a Marriage Stories Podcast. We finally made it! Third episode! Third time's the charm. Maybe this will be the best one yet. The Mother's Day edition. Mother's Day is soon, right? It, yeah, it is. It's I feel like I should know that. Sunday. Oh, yeah, shoot. you better know that. Huh. Not just for your wife who's a mother, but for your mother and your mother's mother and mother-in-law's all mothers should be celebrated. Now, something that's always celebrated on Bookstagram is book boyfriends. You always see like top five book boyfriends or my new book boyfriends for mother's day we're talking about book moms yes top book mom friends <laughs> top book mom friends let me tell you a lot of moms in literature wouldn't want to be friends with I feel like moms get a bad rap a lot of the time but more on that later oh yeah some spicy details coming in the future we're gonna talk stereotypes of moms throughout literature, best and worst, and who would you choose as your book mom? Okay. First off, stereotypes of moms in books. Now, I read a lot of contemporary fiction, romance, and a, a wide variety of genres, uh, thrillers, but I feel like the moms even if they're protagonists, they're antagonists until they become protagonists. The mom is always the nagging, meddling, mentally unstable. <laughs> I mean, that seems to be a trend in a lot of the books that I read. What about you in the fantasy sci-fi world? Well, fantasy sci-fi and horror, they often have very different roles of mothers. I mean, even within genre. So if you think of horror, you have ones like Scary Carrie. Mommy. Well, oh, you have yeah. Carrie. Oh, mama. Where you have Margaret White. It's a terrifying villain. But you also have ones like... Well, you also have ones where the mom is the main character and is trying to survive all this and save their kid or hide from their kid think like, like a, a amityville quiet horror place. or quiet place but that's yeah. not a book but yeah i mean it's still a horror media bird box bird box there you go bird box yeah and fantasy you also have the you have a common trope of the very motherly mom the mom who gets dead um and you also have the mom who's ready to throw down those moms are pretty awesome. John Gwynn writes a lot of those moms. They're pretty awesome. Uh, my classic fantasy mom I always think of is Catelyn Stark and Cersei Lannister. Oh, there you go. Like, so, of course, there are negatives about both of those <laughs> women. However, they are... I will not hear a negative word about my queen, Cersei Lannister. I mean, I freaking love to hate Cersei Lannister, but... But she, I mean, she is the. No one can hold a glass of, of wine like her. <laughs> she is the epitome of all of the negative stereotypes of mother in literature. I mean, she really is. 
Her kids can do no wrong, even though they're tyrants. She can do no wrong, even though she does everything wrong. She's drunk online all the time. She's meddling into everybody else's family's affairs. She is blind to the consequences of all of this. Yet, she is such a mama bear that she's gonna go down in flames over it. Like, that's the fantasy mom I think of, I guess. Okay. And Catelyn Stark, I mean, she literally dies with and for her son. Yeah, it's sorta. kind of the opposite of that spectrum almost. But I, in a lot of books that I read, I mean, big little lies, little fires everywhere, a lot of popular contemporary fiction. It's a neighborhood of meddling mamas, you know? Mm -hmm. um, that's a lot in thrillers, too. Uh, the Neighbor's Secret and things like that. It's all neighborhoods of meddling Sharp mamas. Sharp objects. Sharp objects. Oh, goodness. Let's not even talk <laughs> about that. But, no, seriously, so there's a thriller mom. And thrillers, moms are often, like, psychologically the root of the issues that your main character that's unreliable has or something or they're going back home to their hometown and being around their mom is causing all these things to mm -hmm. happen you know i feel like there's lots of negative connotations of mom in literature so just for advice don't be a mom in literature or maybe write a book about a flawed mom that overcomes said flaws or you can love despite flaws i'm not trying to say write a perfect mom because it doesn't exist but like i say where'd you go bernadette obviously that is a perfect example of what happens to a mom that doesn't nurture her gifts and her own passions and loses her sense of self to being one of those pta super neighborhood rich upper class moms and uh, basically loses her mind because she stopped pursuing her passions of art and also her husband's having an affair on her and she just goes crazy and disappears i feel like this book is very different than the movie no oh because i don't remember any of that happening in the in the movie remember not to be into spoilers, but she basically causes her neighbor's house to get totally landslid into. No, I don't remember that at all. Okay, well, he wasn't paying attention. But anyways, there is a redemption arc for this mother, but it also talks about how moms need to prioritize themselves as well and not totally lose themselves in the lives of their children and all the things society expects them to. Let's talk about good mamas in literature positive mom stereotypes what qualities of a mother that we all love often make it into literature hmm? well for fantasy wise i always think of orca from the bloodsworn saga who's a character bent out on revenge to kill the her child's abductors so that's a positive mom quality okay, you can no, also but... think of the bride and kill bill similar idea <laughs> Okay, but is that still kind of playing on what we were just talking about with the stereotype of, like, the psycho mama bear? Mm, maybe. But it can be seen as a positive quality, kind of like what I was right. saying with Cersei. It know? just all depends on the lens you're looking at it in. It does. It does. 
I, if you're the kid that they're doing it for, sure. <laughs> I just, I guess I just prefer that badass mama trope. Oh yeah, I love that. But a lot of times it's also paired with mental instability and... That's fair. <clears throat> you know, but like you can't care about your kids without being insane. I mean, speaking as a dad, that's fairly true. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Well, I... I feel like in um, my archetypical positive mom portrayal in literature is Marmy from Little Women. And it, the qualities of a mother that she embodies, making all things around her despite their um, financial struggles, family struggles, being in wartime, having less. She helps her daughters make light and learn lessons from everything. So that kind of like wise mother trope. I like those wise role model mothers in literature. Very for, quotable moms. And for those who haven't read the book, this is Laura Dern's character, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. And when you're, you know, one of her daughters in the moment, it might be infuriating because you want your mom to get mad about things or understand why you're mad about things. And sometimes the most annoying response can be them just being patient or making you talk it out. But it is a very, very positive mom role, I think, in, in literature. Okay. Now, I literally could not think of a positive thriller mom. Yeah, I mean, I've been sitting here trying to think of a positive horror mom in literature specifically. Like, movies, I can... Uh, a lot of times a they're just not really a part or a background part, but thriller moms always seem... Oh, I got it! I got it. Guys Slaying Vampires. Oh, yes, Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying yeah, Vampires. Yeah, Southern Book Club's Guide yes, to Yes, that is Vampires. a great example. That is a great... She's not, like, mental and stable People are trying to convince bear, her she is. But she's not, and she is fair and equitable, but she is sleuthing and uh, ruthless, but she is... I don't know. I, I, that's no, a that's good, a good, that's really a good, good positive example. positive horror thriller mom. And she's also... And MCs, so yes, um, uh, yeah. A lot of times in horror, if your mom isn't the, if your mom, if the mom is the MC, then that's probably giving them the those better quality roles. So I'm also thinking, you got me on line with that. I'm thinking of the main character in How to Sell a Haunted House is also a mom, Grady Hendrix. I mean, I Grady think... Hendrix writes women like he is one. His like... leads are. <laughs> exclusively women it's so good i mean he knows how to write women i think also in a lot of contemporary fiction lately the mom is kind of like the uh journey leader for example the four winds by Kristen hannah american dirt the great alone all these books it's like a single mom leader which, again, I mean, all inspiring good things love those books, but also we can talk in our Father's Day episode the negative impact that has on dads and or the father role. I've never read a book with a negative father. 
Uh-huh. No, I just mean like the <laughs> fact that all these single moms are the focus of celebration mm-hmm. because they've broken away from that drug lord dad or that deadbeat dad or mm-hmm. that abusive dad. So uh, it's not to say that dads are always glorified in literature either. Parents in general get a bad rap. And maybe that's because parents are the source of a lot of our emotional baggage. Well, but... I think Will Smith put it best. Parents just don't understand. <laughs> Until you are a parent, right? Yeah, and then, then you then, don't understand even then more. Then you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so, best book moms, worst book moms. We've kind of talked about best. What is the worst book mom? The worst. In your opinion. I mean, I gotta go with Margaret White from Carrie. She's the worst. She's, She's pretty, pretty bad. bad. She's pretty bad. Wonderfully written character. Like, she literally hates that her daughter got her period. Yeah. And ruins her life because of that. Mm-hmm. I think that the worst book mom is Sharp Objects. So yeah. That's my answer. Because while fascinating, the whole plot twist at the end it's I mean it's not it's not a spoiler to know that she's the worst, but mm-hmm. yeah. You learn that pretty quickly. Yes, you learn that pretty quickly, but you just learn why she's the worst and it's just the worst and I can't say it without it being a spoiler, I guess. Without it being the worst. Alright, who would you choose as your book mom? I think I gotta go Catelyn Stark from a Song of Ice and Fire. Pretty great mom. Okay. She's she's she obviously Unless loves you're Jon Snow. Well, unless she's you're not really Snow. his mom, but you know. Right. <laughs> but she's willing to put everything on the line for her kids. And she has uh, faith in her kids. She has faith in her kids. She, I mean, she is, I will say, the best mom in A Song of Ice and Fire. I will hang <laughs> my head on difficult. that. Not that difficult. I don't know, maybe Gilly, but. Well, but we don't know as much about Gilly. Yeah. As a mom. Okay, um... My book mom would be Marmee from Little Women. I love Marmee. And also I self-identify as Joe, so. You do. <laughs> all right. Well, all that being said, I do really love a good meddling mama's plot because it is so accurate. I hate to say it, but it is so accurate. The suburban mom dynamic and things like Big Little Lies or The Husband's Secret, all that Leanne Moriarty, Truly Madly Guilty. Mm-hmm. I live for those, but it it is not always the best portrayal of of mothers and women in general, but I do enjoy it. I am here for it. However, best portrayal of moms in literature are often the wise leader. Mm-hmm. Happy Mother's Day, you wise leaders. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. And to you meddling mama bears. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs>